So Sounds cool. good. If you're ready, we can get started. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of This is How I Find My Peace. This is the third episode in the color series. I'm here today with my childhood friend, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lauren, we grew up together in Brooklyn. We did. Right? I grew up, I was on 6th Street, you were on 7th, right? Yes, great times. <laughs> so funny. We were, like, inseparable. And then, I think, you're, are you younger than me? I'm 23. Um, I'm going to be 23 in December. Oh, yeah. No, we're the same age. So, do you remember how old were you when you moved to Connecticut? I was about 12 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. We were older. Wow. Yeah, we were older. I think, um, we went to different middle schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We were so inseparable. Do you know what I think about sometimes? Um, I don't know if you remember this, but... We used to, and I have like a really vivid memory of this, of me and you playing like teacher and we were in your room and we have like all these stuffed animals set up and we're like arguing over who was going to be the teacher. And we would do this thing where if we argued, we wouldn't do it. Like it wasn't worth us fighting. <laughs> and I, I always think about that. And like, that was such a mature thing to do. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. I do remember that vividly. That's so crazy. I think that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like yesterday. Oh my gosh, I know. Okay, so I love to start off with this question. Um, But tell me about your brownness. I think a lot of times we don't give our brownness enough credit. Um, I think in society, um, we see see being brown uh, being portrayed as like being a bad thing. Um, And so we don't give enough love to our culture. Um, So can you tell me about your heritage? Yeah, so my family is Puerto Rican. Um, my grandparents moved here when my mother was a child and she was actually born here. My mm-hmm. father was born in Puerto Rico, but, mm. um, everyone's Puerto Rican. So I'm Puerto <laughs> Rican. I was born in Brooklyn as we, as we said, yeah, um, yeah. and just, I love Hispanic culture. Like mm-hmm. I love being Puerto Rican. It's such a diverse uh culture I feel like Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't think I'm Puerto Rican because of the color of my skin I'm you know I'm more brown than most Puerto Ricans so people get confused but I'm proud to be Puerto Rican and New York born New York Rican yeah (laughs) wow yeah yeah it's so amazing to hear you say that because I feel like growing up, I never heard anybody say that. Like, I'm proud to be Puerto Rican. Like, that's not, that's not anything I heard. So the little girl inside of me is like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of New York-born um, Puerto Ricans are kind of ashamed. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's some, it's kind of common. Like, a lot of us don't really know how to speak Spanish. I don't know. Yeah. I, I meet a lot of people that, are born here you know that have family that come from Puerto Rico that don't really embrace their culture so it's good to meet people who do yeah yeah I I definitely I can't speak for everyone but I do think that some of it is the disconnect of there being more Puerto Ricans in New York than there are on the island and so a lot of the the people in New York who are who identify as being Puerto Rican they don't speak Spanish maybe they don't know the island well and so because of that we're like but there's like you don't really know what your identity is exactly and 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 I do feel that it is uh it is confusing um 
But so I want to know a little bit more about you. So you're a dietetic technician, right? Yes. Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me about what you do? Yeah. So hold on a second. Okay. So I'm a dietetic technician. We're basically like the assistants to registered dietitians. A lot of people don't know what that is, but they're a nutritionist, licensed nutritionist. But diet techs are basically like their assistants. We help them um, monitor and assess patients' intake. So diet techs have different responsibilities depending on the setting they work in. And there's so many different settings we can work in. We can work in nursing homes, hospitals, um, eating disorder clinics. There's so many places that diet techs can work in. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for everyone since I only work in a hospital, so that's the only experience I have as a diet tech. But basically what we do is monitor what our patients are eating and make sure that they're adhering to the diet order that the doctor wants them to be on. And we have like a room service system, so whenever our patients are hungry, order food. So we're kind of like waitresses, but we don't have to see them in person. Sure. And we're also watching their diet. Mm. Um, and then on our end, when they call us, we can see what their diet order is or if they have any allergies and kind of compromise with the patient on what they can have to eat. Mm-hmm. So there can be a lot of um, pushback and fighting a lot <laughs> of the time because, you know, patients, when they're sick, they want to eat what they want. But sure. sometimes we have to tell them no, and it's it's kind of sad sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, then all we do is click print once we take their order, mm-hmm. and a ticket prints out in the kitchen. The cooks make the food, and the tray passers deliver it to the patient. Mm. So we don't do the delivering. We don't see the patient ever. Okay. Um, but basically our main job as dietex is to make sure the patients are adhering to their specific diet order. Mm-hmm. So you're you're really vocal about nutrition on your Instagram. Um, and you posted a while back about fad dieting and wanting to eat healthy while also appreciating your culture. Um, and you said you realized wellness is not just about food, it's also about culture. Can you elaborate on this a little bit? Yeah, so I strongly believe that food is more than just fuel. It's how we celebrate milestones, it's culture, it's love, and just getting to share that with the people you care about. Mm -hmm. When you're fat dieting, you miss out on all of that because you're so focused on restricting and avoiding foods you can't have. I like to put more of my focus on what foods I can add in to nourish my body rather than restrict and take away foods that I enjoy. It's really Mm -hmm. all about balance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what, I I think that's such an incredible point. Um, And I'm so glad you posted about it. Um, Because in the past, I felt really bad, like, I'll make like, you know, rice and beans and like platanos, because I need like the comfort food. (laughs) And I'll feel really bad about it. Um, And I I started to think about this when I when I was thinking about what I wanted to speak to you about. Um, And I think that that like negativity, that kind of like getting down on yourself when you when you don't eat something like, you know, incredibly healthy all the time. Um, I think that 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 comes from not nourishing your soul. And it started to make me think that a pivotal step in loving yourself and nourishing yourself is loving your culture. And we often forget how important our culture is to our identity and our overall wellness. 
Um, exactly. So, yeah. So can you tell me about what wellness means to you? Wellness to me is finding balance in your life, making sure to fill your cup first before you take care of others. Wellness mm-hmm. is holistic. So every aspect of our lives can contribute to wellness, whether it's food, social life, career, financial wellness, mental health. There's a lot of moving parts, and I think we should look at it as a whole rather than one part at a time. So we shouldn't be so hyper-focused on what we're eating, um, even though that is important. I really enjoy like nourishing my body and taking care of myself. That is part of self-care. Mm-hmm. But also looking at those other pieces is important, too. And I think so many people think wellness is only eating healthy, but... You can't treat a symptom without getting to the root cause. That's why thinking holistically puts all of those pieces together and creates wellness as a whole. Wow. I love that. You said it, filling up your own cup before you fill up others. Yes. I love saying that because it's so true. You can't help someone if you can't even help yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> um, and can you help me out? What is, what does holistic mean? What's a holistic way of thinking? Holistic means i'll put it in my own words um yeah yeah it's basically looking at all of the parts as a whole as interconnected Mm -hmm. rather than um looking at just one piece Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's they're all connected basically wow i love that i love that so much um and so do you have any like key points that you live your own life by or that you um, you think are really good? Like how, how can we make sure we're all prioritizing our wellness? I believe we should, like I said before, just make sure that your cup is filled before filling anyone else's cup because I think a lot of the times we feel drained because we're yeah. so focused on, you know, providing, you know, moms who have kids or you know like stretching ourselves for work or you know things like that I feel like we need to fill our own cup before we can do anything yeah I love that and and I know that that's hard too like it's way easier said than done it's hard to be like I want to help you but like I need to help myself first yeah exactly it sounds so simple but it's really something that we overlook sometimes yeah, yeah. So if you're listening um, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, easier said, um, I totally feel you. <laughs> um, I think that that's something that takes time. It, it doesn't happen immediately. Um, and it, it is something that you have to work on. Um, so, Lauren, I think that um, it's so important what you're doing, because I think specifically people of color have a really hard time appreciating and loving their culture because often it's seen as an adversity and in many cases it it can be unfortunately um and I think as we spoke about earlier when you don't appreciate your culture um you know it it hurts your overall wellness and therefore can hurt your mental health um I think that the platform that you've set up is really important just to see a woman of color talking openly about mental health and about nourishing your soul um and I'm sure that this didn't happen for you overnight. So can you tell me about your journey to speaking so openly about this? Yeah, so mental health goes in hand with me being a holistic health coach. Aside from me being a diet tech, I also um became a certified holistic health coach. 
And in my training program, I learned what it is to be holistic and mental health was a big one because Mm -hmm. a lot of people overlook um, mental health when they think about wellness. Uh, It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Wellness is holistic. So considering all the aspects of our lives into our nut into our wellness really is important like we can be eating all the salads and smoothies we want but if our mental health is off none of that is gonna matter oh my god preach That's so good. <laughs> literally i eat like a piece of spinach and i'm like why am i not happy oh my gosh i love that um so you started an incredible business can you tell me about what you do with uh with like your lauren wellness yeah so I work as a holistic health coach online, aside from being a dietetic in a hospital. It's a mm-hmm. little side hustle I have going on, yeah. but um, basically I help women um, with emotional eating or like basically how to get out of that diet culture mindset um, and to find balance mm-hmm. within their wellness. So. I think it's really important to find balance in everything you do. Mm-hmm. And you have a workbook. Can you tell me about it? Yes, the Mindset Workbook. Um, it's a workbook I created for my clients or anyone who's interested in rewiring their limiting beliefs. I feel like a lot of us have underlying doubts about ourselves that are holding us back from what we really want to do. So the the workbook it's like an online digital workbook um will help you you know assess what those beliefs are like some of us don't even know we have them but if we really think about it we write it down and then we change those beliefs into empowering ones and manifest what it is we truly want wow i love it <laughs> Well, I feel like I'm going to listen to this, like, again myself and just, like, take notes. (laughs) Great. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much, Lauren, for speaking with me. Of course. Um, Can you tell us where we can find you? Um, My Instagram name is Lauren B. Wellness, and it's L-A-U-R-Y-N, not (laughs) E-N, the letter B, and wellness. Um, And then my website is laurenbwellness.com. Mm-hmm. And do you have you have YouTube videos, right? I just started YouTube, so I only have one YouTube video up. It's how to manifest everything you want, um, and it's in the link in my bio on Instagram, so you can find that there. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, Lauren. <laughs> of course, Amber. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. It's so fun speaking with you. I love what you're doing on this platform. Oh my gosh! Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to This Is How I Found My Peace. I hope you enjoyed the third episode in the Color series. Also, big news, Color will have new episodes every other Wednesday. So don't forget to follow This Is How I Found My Peace on Instagram and on Pinterest. That's right, we brought our cute aesthetic to Pinterest. Both of those accounts will have up-to-date information on the newest episodes so you never miss anything. And if you like this episode, please give it a rating and a review because it helps people find the podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.